But it always takes somebody like outside of an industry to come in and say, okay, this is how we move forward. Like the people who started an Airbnb, they didn't come from the hotel industry. If they did come from the hotel industry, they would see all the red tape on why you can't just rent out your house to somebody. Or Elon Musk didn't start working at Ford or he wasn't like in cars. He's a tech guy. He's like, yo, why can't we just put some tech on a car and just make that joint go? If the if there was like executives at Ford Motor Company or Jet or um or I don't know Honda or whatever, they would probably see all the reasons why you can't have a car run by itself. But because someone's not in it, they're outside of it. They're like, oh, why don't we just do this? So it's it's been really it's been a really really cool experience, and I realized that um, I hired a lot of people, and um, I hired them because I had the money. But like more people don't necessarily mean a more efficient business. It mm-hmm. means like a less efficient business because it's just more people. Right. And it's, I was at, man, I was, I, I, I cut my, um, my payroll in half. I cut it by like 60%. Did you cut it? Yeah, mm. absolutely. I cut some, some people left, but I'm like, dang, I ain't really need that person. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's a few thousand dollars a month that I don't have to pay. And, and we're still rolling. We're just, it's good. So, How was that process for you having to cut some of your team? I do not want to talk about this. <laughs> Entrepreneurs need to know. That's a fact. Yeah. How was that? What, what was that process like for you having to cut some of your team? Uh, I had to, to grow up. Mm-hmm. Tell me like, more. Be a man and say what needs to be said. But because I, I just don't. I don't like tough conversations. I don't know. I don't like conflict. I don't, um, they're just uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, it, it's been, um, it's been a growth process because it actually gets easier and easier to have hard conversations when you just decide to have hard conversations. It gets easier and easier. And through that, I've been having like hard conversations with people outside of business and it's just making it a little easier for me. Were you coached at all on having hard conversations? No, I read a couple of books, watched some YouTube videos. Y'all, let me just tell you guys this. Uh, Shans had to have a hard conversation with someone on his team that we needed to let go. Shans could not have the conversation. Shans made me have the conversation. (laughs) Shans made me have the conversation. And then I had to relay to him how that conversation went. And he's like, wow, you're so good at that. Yeah, she's good. How do you just like do that with a straight face? And you have to, as an employer, as a person, but especially, 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 as an employer, you have to be really okay with having tough conversations or have somebody on your team. And that's like direct insight to you as to what a COO does, because had you had a COO in place, that would be the person that you would lean on Mm -hmm. to have that tough conversation because the CEO always looks good. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm always good. I'm friend. Oh my God. They had that conversation with you. (gasps) Oh, sorry. That worked out that way. (laughs) Right. Um, so what do you do now that you know that you, you said you eliminated your payroll by about 60%. Yep. Now moving forward, how do you make hiring decisions? Um, one, my objective is to, 
either not do the hiring, find somebody to actually hire the person because if someone else hires them, then somebody else could fire them. But also um, putting together some sort of fail safe where there's a metric that needs to be hit. If we don't hit this in three, four months, then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll part ways. And if we say that up front, it makes it a lot easier when three, four months, ah, we didn't hit it. We can part ways. So it's never that easy. Well, I mean, this is, this is something that I'm learning. If we say, if let's say a salesperson comes on and we're saying, okay, we need $10,000 a month in sales mm-hmm. and you're doing $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an easier conversation. Yo, we tried it for four months and uh, I'm just giving an example. For sure. For sure. But it, it, it makes a little easier that we are, we are testing each other out right mm-hmm. now. You're not super obligated because you might not like me as a boss. And I'm cool with that. If if we have this term, like at the end of this term, we have a conversation. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But we'll both learn something. You'll learn something about who you really want to work for. Or I'll learn something about who I really want in that particular position. So I'm committed to learning. And I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to do it all the way right 100% as we go. But I am so thankful for um, kind of the season that we're in right now. Yeah. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs, um, especially as you're going from the solopreneur phase to now needing a team. I see a lot of entrepreneurs who go on this hiring spree. Oh, I just need to hire, 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 hire. And you really don't have any strategy for hiring or how you're going to utilize your team. And it's almost like, having a big team is more of a vanity metric than it is a necessity or a strategy, right? Oh, I've got 15 people, 20 people, 33 people who work for me and we're all going. (gasps) And what I noticed in like the pandemic and even the years to follow, many of these entrepreneurs and some who have coached me, who's like, yeah, we've got this office in San Fran and we've got 65 people who work on staff. Now they've got eight people who work on staff the time of what happened economically forced them to first admit financially, we just can't continue to do this. We have to operate more, more strategically. And now they've got a team of eight people who are getting the same job done. Profits are higher. Performance is all over higher because you're able to put more training and resources and infrastructure into a smaller team. Do you feel like when you were on your hiring spree and just hiring, 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 do you feel like you got caught in the trap of the vanity metrics? No, no, because I didn't, I, quite honestly, I didn't even know how many people, I'm like, we just had, the the number just kept growing. I looked up one day, I'm like, dang, we got 15 people on staff. Then I started talking to my other friends. They're like, yeah, I got four. I got three. Yeah, it's about five people work for me. And I'm like, Dad, you make more money than me with less people. Oh, but the cool thing is I don't, I don't necessarily regret it because like we even made more money with the more people. My objective now is can we make more money with less people? So mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't regret it necessarily. And I'm not afraid of like this recession that's coming because we're just leaning more into creating content. And I believe that as we create content and we're not super focused on, I'm focused on content and community. Those mm-hmm. are my only two things that I'm leaning into. 
if we're in a recession, I know that people are always going to consume content, period. Mm-hmm. People are addicted to content. I believe it's like selling drugs. When do you stop using drugs? You got to like really muster up the courage. So you got to make a post. I'm going 30 days without <laughs> social media. You got to make a whole little resolution to get off this drug. You know what I mean? And second is community. And I believe you, we're, we're starting to see a lot of people are collaborating now. Mm-hmm. Right. But we've been there. We've been like bringing people together. All y'all in the morning meetup, right? We're going to grow together. So that's my focus. I figure if we are, if it's cold outside, the more people together, the less we all suffer because we're all not going to freeze if we're all together and we can grow off each other and in the community. Like he's doing some work for us right now. He's in the community, mm-hmm. right? I've paid Brittany and had her refer other people. Like I refer other people. So we make money. We just continue to circulate. So, um, no, nah, I, I don't regret any of it though. 